Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. Everybody, this is John Heffron over there. John Reap doing our podcast. Hey, buddy. Podcast. This is what we do. We do our Mm -hmm. podcast. And then uh, we talk about stuff and then we put it in a podcast world and then 11 people listen to it. Well, we're also, I mean, that's true, but we're also live. Live. You know, right now, as I'm talking, it's December the 13th. It's Monday. It's like 7.32 Eastern Standard Time. And I see people already leaving comments for us. We got Shane and Zach and Angie and Jimmy and Heidi and all these people. We're going to get to your comments about half an hour into the podcast. For the first 30 minutes, we're going to ignore you. But I see you. And I want you to know we're live right now. All right. Uh, Heidi Fox says, hello, you guys. See, how would I know that if it weren't live right now? Uh, yeah. But we're going to ignore that for 30 minutes. We got a lot of catching up to do, buddy. We got a lot. A lot to do. And uh, if you're going right now, you know, we love John Heffern. We love John Rape. We should probably go over there to Spotify and maybe listen to some of the hilarious common albums. Guess what? If you went over to Spotify right now to maybe punch in John Heffern or John Reap to listen to some of our albums, guess what? You're not going to find any. There's going to be none. There's going to be no, there's, there's going to be no comedy albums. No 30 years of uh, work or history uh, will be there for you to enjoy. Because uh, yeah. Spotify took down all the comedy albums. Um, and the ones that they left up, if you go look at Spotify and go where there's a few people who, you know, see here, those are the people that are okay with uh, not being paid for work that they do. That's okay. why you see I those go- people. I, I had questions about that, John. Um, mm-hmm. and they, Spoken Giants gave you a, like a shout out too because you were one of the pioneers of trying to get comedians paid for, rightly so, what they did. The, as writers, not just performers, like a musician would have done. Um, so yes. yeah, it's a big, it's a big cut. So I was wondering. I've seen some people are up there. I'm no, I'm no longer up there. You're not up there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you're gone. Our, our podcasts are still there. I think spot uh, podcasters are are still there, but that's the um, what's it called? The crux of position. Right. So I I wondered this. You wonder if guys like Rogan, who always champion comedians, right? Mm -hmm. You just go all the way back to the Mencia stealing, stealing, (laughs) calling out comics. You know what I mean? He's like, he wears a superhero cape and he goes after and he takes care of comedians. He's very pure to the art form. But it's weird if you have the number one podcast on a platform that doesn't pay the guests that right. you actually have on your platform. Is he talking about this? I know that you pay attention sometimes to what other comedians are talking about when it comes to Joe Rogan and podcasting, because I know we've talked about this. You, you follow him sometimes on YouTube. Yeah. Are they talking about, is Joe Rogan talking about Spotify? Or he I have can't. not heard. I've not heard anybody talk about it. And it's kind of bullshit because they took, everybody's albums down it's a 47 billion dollar company and they they you know spoken giants or some other attorneys said hey we should probably talk about paying the you have a service where you charge people per month to have Mm -hmm. content you should maybe pay the people who you're charging for the service and then they just went man and took all of our stuff down I had uh, Nate Bargazzi on not long ago, and uh, we were talking about it briefly. And I, I said, it's like a super, it's like a, a dad move. Like if you're in the car and there's two kids and dad's driving and one kid is like, dad, I want to hear that. Change the radio station. No, turn it back to that station. And dad goes, you know what? How about I turn it off? That's kind of yeah. what Spotify did is like, how about none of you are happy? None of you. 
Yeah, and then one of the notes I was making was uh, creators are, are often forced to choose between exposure and compensation. And that, that that's not a fair choice. It should be both. You should, you should be, especially if it's a $47 billion company. And, and they're literally fighting, dude, over a penny. So if if you if your song gets played on Spotify, um, it's a like point zero 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 something two, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like half of a half of a half of a penny or something. And they're trying to bump it up to a penny. And what they're trying to do, and this is where the pushback is, uh, comics never got paid for being writers of the comedy show of their comedy. Right. So if you were uh, Elton John, who's Elton John's uh, Bernie Taupin, the guy who wrote pretty right. much every Elton John song, right? Mm-hmm. There's always this, the, the person who sings, and then there's a songwriter. Right. And everyone knows both of those people get paid. There's people who wrote every one of Garth Brooks' songs. I don't know if he's even ever written his own song that are bazillionaires because they wrote The Dance or yeah. She's Every Woman. Some guy in his living room wrote it and makes millions. So all this company did was uh, register all of us comics as people who actually wrote the material. So then that way, when you, when you get played on air, you get, you get paid twice. You get paid for performing it. You get paid for the live performance, but also for writing it. And that's what every other, the same as if let's say James Taylor who also wrote some of his own music, <laughs> uh, he would have gotten paid twice as well, right? Yeah. Now, I'm yeah. wondering if Spotify had an issue with maybe some comedians who didn't write their own jokes. And are there people coming out of the woodwork who are saying, well, I, technically I wrote that and he stole it from me, and now we've got a whole other legal, legal matter on our hands. That that definitely would be a thing, but I know they're trying to go back like three years to pay everybody, so that number m- might be huge. Yeah. If you think about it, if you think about how much money Gaffigan's made on online right. you know, streaming, it's not yeah. just, you know, listen, for me, they, they throw me 400 bucks and we're probably even. So I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. I know yeah. what the big deal taking down all my stuff is, but what, what sucks ass is you lose all that momentum. All the yeah. followers you got on Spotify or whatever are just, it's gone. Yeah. That's why I think me and you should go back to like Columbia records and tapes. I think we should start a, like a, a $12 a month comedy uh, uh, club and we'll just send people our friends random uh, CDs. Oh yeah, I you know like you that. work every weekend. You work with a feature act who's selling CDs, right? Just take like five of his, and then when <laughs> I work work with somebody, I'll take five of theirs. Yeah, and then we'll just send the the random feature CDs to, to people just yeah. for a monthly fee. Okay. Some of ours every right. once in a while. I think you'll, you'll have to borrow your grandma's car to listen to it and drive around for a while. Like my buddy yeah, that's Brent yeah, Lightning that's gonna be the same. But <laughs> yeah, it was just weird that a big company like that just takes everybody down. And it's also cool that like the um, there's a lot of big comics who have their albums up that asked to have their stuff taken down. Like Louis Black had all of his albums up. And then he saw everyone's got theirs taken down. And Lewis Black was like, I don't want to be the only comic who oh, really? have stuff taken down. I need you to take down all my all my stuff. <laughs> well, so I'm I'm curious too. Um, so there's spoken giants, and then there was this other one. Oh gosh. Where you were you know, we were getting paid um, I guess royalties or something from streaming, you know, satellite radio and and, and yeah, that's called stuff. sound exchange. Sound exchange is yeah. that going to inter? Are we going to get screwed on that as well? I think so. I think we're hosed <laughs> the other way around. Because uh, uh, so, so all that money. Well, but actually, you opened me up to this when I first moved back home. You said, <laughs> "Oh, by the way, have you been collecting your blah blah blah?" I'm like, huh. And then you were like, oh, do this, do this, talk to these guys. And I did. I got a huge lump sum from all this back stuff. And then since then, I've been getting a check once a month for a certain amount. Are you saying that that is no longer going to happen just because I bet you that's going to change. I bet you that's going to fluctuate a lot to not the direction you want it to go to. 
Right. Right. You know? Right. So if you're listening to this, here's what you do now. Everybody listening, uh, you jump over uh, to Pandora and you create a John Heffern and a John Reap station. Yeah. Or uh, you could go download all of our stuff from Apple iTunes. We still get some radio. I mean, uh, I'm still, still get credit from that. Um, yeah. right. If you want a direct mailer, uh, listen, you know, for I know John's price for, you know, 500 bucks. So he'll, he'll leave an outgoing <laughs> van, answering machine message on your phone. Right. Yeah. Dude, I, I was, was going to use cameo for for to promote a date. I was in Chicago this past weekend. Yeah. So I was going to get Danny Bonaducci to do a cameo for me to, to plug the date. And then that guy, Rob Gavoyevich, yeah. the senator. Was he a senator or a oh, governor? Yeah, yeah, the one who went to prison. Yeah, for selling seats. For Chicago, yeah. He was trying to sell a, sen a Senate seat. So I paid him and said, hey, can you say, hey, this is Rob Gavoyevich. John Heffern is performing at the Chicago Improv. I'm not... I'm not saying I have a seat for sale for him. <laughs> and then he he said he wouldn't do it. But, oh, how much was yeah. his cameo, though? hundred bucks. Totally would have been. Dude. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> like, like, how much more would he want for, the, for you to say that? I, I don't mean, know. There, like, two separate like prices, I, you know? Did I you mean, ever he obviously get, has I, no I, problem trying to sell things. <laughs> Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. I thought it would have been hilarious. I might just start doing it, but he wouldn't do it. When I don't do cameo anymore, but when you did it, did you ever get anything that you're like, I'm not saying it? Because I watched those Island Boy guys, those yeah. Island Boys. Yeah, yeah. oh they, yeah. They do cameo, and it's one of the worst because they just read yeah. whatever's in the. They don't even try to figure out how do I them and Sebastian Bach from skid row really? i was obsessed with watching sebastian uh box cameos why wow, what'd he do oh i wish we could pull him up he would do he <laughs> he would start really far away and start going hey john rape it's your birthday and then he'd show up be really close to the mic i heard you like skid row <laughs> and then he'd shoot like a hoop and then, and then your friend Sarah, Jim, Joe, all think you eat a lot of donuts. Huh? It, it's, <laughs> dude, you have to like, it's, it made me quit cameo. Like I stopped because I'm just like, it just, this, this feels dumb. Okay. Well, yeah, I, st I'm still on there, but my price is a little higher than it's probably what it should be, which is perfect. Cause I, I don't want to do them every day. Yeah, then you uh, price yourself up, and then the people who did it, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, this is this is yeah. going to be perfect." Yeah, but that's funny that uh, yeah, the Island Boys just read exactly what you write. So they go like, "Hey, it's my friend Larry's birthday. He likes the Island Boys. Can you say something about his beard turning gray?" And they just yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah, and then they're done. Yeah, funny. It was so. And then there's these weird uh, things you can do, and a lot of superstars do them. Uh, where you can you can pay for like a five minute phone call or five minute Zoom call where you just oh right it, it's very porn star ish like porn stars were doing all this way before oh not porn stars like, but um, like respectable actors where you could get on them on Zoom and just it's like a horrible meet and greet when you're just standing there going hey I I love Jane. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Thanks. Where are you from? Good. And it just. It's like fans only, but like for actors. And for comedians. real people. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be funner if you didn't know what celebrity you were going to get. Yeah. Somebody just you go up on there. now and they're like, hey, here's there's Cumberman bunching back. There's Brad Pitt. There's <laughs> uh, a, a Damon. There's Affleck. But there's also a couple Disney stars. One of the, you know, yeah. I don't pull, and you don't know, and it's just a roulette of who you end up talking to. That would be good. I mean, that would be more entertaining to watch as a third party. You know what I mean? Like if there was a channel of like, watch these two people have to talk to each other, watch a random person try to figure out who this, that'd be so demeaning if they didn't know who you were and you're standing there like, oh, um, you know, that, that would that would yeah. hurt my ego a little bit. Um, 
So wait, I want to also catch up with you because I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Last week we were off. I couldn't get back in time uh, to, to go live with you. And then the week prior to that, I was in Nashville. You and Brad Williams uh, held the fort down, did a good job. Thank you for that. But in that time, it's been almost three weeks and something's different about you. Some- Something's diff. Which which way? Which way does it go? Oh, it is. He's a married boy. He's off the market. He's a married Married boy. boy. Um. Yeah. So we we pulled it off. We did our thing. Um. This isn't even a good picture. I don't think. Look look how jacked her shoulders are, though. Oh yeah, she's in. Uh, uh, I upload. I sent Alan some pictures. So we had two weeks to figure it out um, and plan one. So I found a space here in town. A girl, a woman who owns uh, like a wine bar type thing, kind of really eclectic, kind of cool place. I went to my neighbors at at Northern uh, Jerky. They supplied all the food for us. They had food at our house and at like this wine club. I got my buddy ordained who was on his way to it. And then I called him and go, can you do the ceremony and ordain us? Really? So we got ordained in the car and then we did a, vows. <laughs> it's really easy. You can kind of just check yes or no. I don't want to say this. I don't want to do that. So our vows were, I think we were up there for four and a half minutes. Wow. Was how, was how long, like a good guest spot. You know, that's I mean? awesome. Yes. Just a, like a, a thing. And then afterwards, we, we did cake. And the whole thing was for maybe an hour long at the most. And then everybody was back at the house. Uh, and we had mixed drinks with that, uh, with uh, the, the uh, drink machine thing that I bought. <laughs> right. We, yeah. We had, we had karaoke that I had to nice. set up a stage. I'm going to try to send you uh, that one, Alan. So it was. It was amazing. We pulled it off. Oh, look at that guy. Right? It's amazing we pulled it off. And now I I couldn't have been more excited that we did it that fast because we didn't have to um, plan socks, dude. Like planning the wedding is is stressful. We we only had two, like two days of planning. And, there's too many decisions. Yeah. So I have, I have a business idea. I'm not going to share it right now. I'm opening up. It's listen, if you live in close to the Michigan area, uh, I'm going to have a facility. I got a whole new master plan. I'm writing a, I have a business plan. I I just have this idea, dude. It's going to crush it. Okay. Uh, Well, I, okay. Um, I combine Halloween superstores with getting married, like Halloween spirit with getting married. I'm going to blow into some towns. We're going to be there for four or five months. Boom, boom, boom. A couple weddings every couple hours. So wait. Okay, hang on. So the business is you go into certain – so how do you – what if no one wants to get married at that time that you're there? I mean, I'm everyone, everyone needs to get married at any time. I literally talked to four people who were all on their second marriages – yeah. Every one of them was going to do it at the courthouse, like had okay. zero problem. And I think that's the thing that uh, people learn from COVID is eh, we don't need to be around a lot of people. Yeah. I happen to think going to a wedding where there's 400 people and you only know 20 of them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why are you buying your cousin's dates meal? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's stupid. It's, that's yeah. dumb. Stop. Right. So, um, Somebody was saying that they got married in a courthouse in New York and they they had 90 seconds. So when you <laughs> went up there to whoever, whoever does it, the justice of the peace or whatever, they had hit a stopwatch and the whole thing's 90 seconds long. Wow. And they rattle off because you just got to in Michigan, as long as you get presented like ladies and gentlemen, here is Mr. and Mrs. Heffern. And then you have the I do's. You could literally talk in gibberish. Uh, it doesn't matter. Those are the only two ceremonial things that have to take place for it to be a legal wedding. No kidding. Does it have and to be at least 90 seconds? You have to, you could go, Hey, uh, John, do you, do you take uh, so-and-so? Yes. Yes. 
hey, everybody, here's the reaps, and you're done. That's as okay. quick as it could be. Wow. As, as long as you have everybody sign off on it. Yeah. So I'm obsessed. I'm writing a business plan. I don't know how to do one. I've been working out names. I've, I've been figuring out cooler things that I would do, how I would do a couple, oh, you know, how many I, I would do a week, uh, what location. Yeah. I'm obsessed because ours was so awesome. Ours was literally nobody walked down an aisle. We had uh, uh, like music playing. How many people? How many people were there? Thirty. And these thirty people, I mean, you didn't have time to send invites out. How do they know where to go? We texted time? everybody. We made a fun text saying that it's a, a micro elopement. Oh, if you oh, want to be oh. there for it? Be there for it. But this is what's Mi- happening. Microplet. <laughs> my group, yeah. <laughs> people showed up. Service was again yeah, four minutes long. Microbes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You know, because I I think you reach a certain age where it's not like you need. Oh, I hope we can dance all night long. We came back to my house and I sent Alan a, a couple pictures. Maybe it's probably being weird. Uh, I made like a karaoke stage with a backdrop, and I've been tricking out my basement to get mm-hmm. it ready and, and all the work that I've put in on, in this farmhouse, it was perfect. Wow. It was per, you know, upstairs held 25 people downstairs, had the kids mm-hmm. were kind of like doing all the singing thing. Um, so the 30 people that came, I mean, who, I mean, was it like half your side, half her side? I mean, her, her daughter, her family was in town. They're spread, they're spread out all over the world. So they happened to be in Michigan that day is why we decided to do okay, it. Okay. Okay. My family side is small. Yep. Uh, and I even was going to call up friends, you know, just to kind of like paper the room a little bit. And I kind of <laughs> went, right. Balance it why? out. Why? I'm like, why? Why would I, why am I going to have random people who I don't, who I got to so check in with to see if they're having a good time. So I called friends of mine who I want back in my life. Like I have my old college uh, roommate who I haven't talked to in about 20 years, just cause we all get old and move on and move out of state and stuff. I called that guy and Andy show up. So just like old time, you know, just like yeah. I was 1920 hanging out, having a good friend, Ken and the guy I cheated off of in high school. He, uh, he married us all of oh. Michelle's, uh, you know, her mom and, and kids were there. That was the most important. And then yep. the club let in strangers, which is the only thing I didn't like. But hmm. the lady's like, I can't shut down the bar. It's the night before Christmas or, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So these some random people came in and I was like, I was that was bugging me because I was just like, they're going to walk in right when you're doing the I do's. They're going to walk in and be like, what's this? Yeah. They were all, they all sat in the back. They cheered. They, t- we all, we gave them champagne. They got some cake. So we made like 10 new friends, oh, you know, sweet. that were here that just will know us every time we, we come by. Yeah. And I think I sent Alan, Alan, if you have any pictures, I don't know which ones I sent. He's, there um, were some of you cutting a cake y'all together. You have pictures of the karaoke stuff that you sent. I sent that. Okay. Uh, there's a picture of Michelle sitting on an orange couch. Um, there's, yeah, I'm no. I'm still waiting to get those in. So as soon as they get in, I'll, okay. I'll I'll let you know. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, it was awesome. So let me well, handle. Congratulations. It. When you get married, I'll let let me handle it. All right. Well, we have an idea of what we're gonna do, but I'm not gonna talk about it yet. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm ours will be a little much. bit. Ours will be a little bit further away. We're kind of waiting for her daughter uh, to be eighteen, and she will turn sixteen January first. So, oh, so you got a little that, bit of time. like a couple of years. But um, I'm happy for you. And uh, so, does she travel with you now to most of your gigs, or is she? How is she that was working in Chicago out? Chicago with me this weekend. Yeah. Um, we went, and then. She's been to a few places enough to where she is, where she, she'll go. Do I need to come to everyone? Sorry, I'm I'm uh right. No, I'm that's what I'm asking. At some point, the uh, shininess of being uh, traveling with a comedian is going to uh, run off. You know, it's going to wear out. Yes, yeah. it's starting to wear out. Where she's like, really, I don't have to go to all of them, do I? Yeah, like yeah, that. she's yeah, starting yeah. to 
but it's good. Yeah. She sees how she sees when there's a bad show or a good mm-hmm. show. And, yeah. you know, especially where we were this week, the hotel had no food. So it's just nice. So she learns when I'm complaining that I'm starving to death and I'm probably going to die because I don't have access to food that yeah. she, you know, actually got to see that. Uh, right. Uh, well, uh, you were in, you were just in Chicago. Oh, yeah. oh here we go. Here we that, go. Was, that was just like at the, um, at the wine bar. That was her, yeah. that was her wedding dress. Very, um, beautiful Jack, Jacqueline onassis kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's yep. a very pretty girl. Congrats, yeah. brother. Yeah. Now, how, how was her daughters? How many daughters does she have? She has, I should put this in memory. Uh oh. Carry the one. There's the thing. There's four. Four, four daughters. Daughters. Four daughters. And, and a all son. of them were there. And, the and son. all of them were there. And a Five son. kids. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, you've met them previously, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One I met for the first time, but, uh, well, not counting FaceTime. I've met them all during. Yeah, I've I've met everybody in person, yeah. like in real life, a bunch. And they all are John Heffron fans now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, well, you win yeah. the kids over. You're you're good. Um, well, congrats again. That's great. Um, uh, where, where's your next gig? Where are you off to this weekend? I am sorry. I was reading somebody who's saying that so-and-so already has a wedding package. That's what you do when you have good ideas. People always tell you how they already don't exist, how they already exist. It's too late. You don't like, know. I got some, I got some secret sauce that's going to happen in mine. Well, can you, um, do, do I am you in Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities this weekend. And then, what, home for Christmas? And then uh, January, December 30th or 31st. I go to this little place uh, called Raleigh, North mm. Carolina. I mm. believe is how they say it there. Very close. It's uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Is where uh, you're going to Good Nights? I will be at Good Nights. Yeah, you know, Good if, Nights. If that building is condemned. Yeah. Or if it's, I don't know if, if you're allowed to be in that building, but I will be for New Year's Eve. I was just there not long ago, so everybody who's watching us right now, if you are uh, still in the Raleigh area, go see my boy Heffron and uh, have a good time. Yeah, they're still there. They they haven't. Uh, they're not. I talked to the owner when I was there, and he said we're not going out of business. We're going to relocate. So they're going to at some point when they're out of that building, when that lease is up or whatever, they're going to move to a different area. Which is actually I'm excited about. It'll be a nicer area, not too far from where they're at now, but it might be a better thing in, anyway. Because where it is now, gotcha. it's kind of isolated. It's like you really. Yeah. The only good thing about it was the parking. Um, but where they're going, I, there'll be other things around it. You'll get more people. Yeah, and then they had that weird country uh, hip hop bar that yeah. was next to them forever. It was a have a nice day cafe for a while. It was a country thing for the longest time. That thing's changed. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not, I've been going there for that's where I got started. So uh, I will be in Lexington, Kentucky this weekend at Comedy Off Broadway. Come see me. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Then I'm off for Christmas, New Year's Eve. I will be at the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego. And then from there, I'm going to go up to Los Angeles for the first time since COVID and just chill out and do as many podcasts as I can and comedy and whatnot. So uh, all these dates can be found at heffernandreap.com. Check out our tour dates. John, I think I'm going to open up the comments section now. It's it's yeah. like it's been 30 minutes. Hey, by the way, I'm starting and I wish I had music to play because I, you know, it's game time. Hold on. Hold on, John. Hold on. Okay. No. No. Well, that's that not going to do it. That's, uh, what's this one? Crickets? No. That's no. crickets. No. I don't have any good. Okay, so I'm I'm writing a children's book. Oh, I want to hear about this. I'm going to read you the first. Uh, I got the first two pages. Want to hear the first two pages? I do want to hear the first two pages. And so does uh, Jimmy and Sandy and Fathom okay. and Julie. And I just and- need an artist. I need to find an artist who could who could help me draw this book, but in a speedy manner. Gotcha. Cause okay. I'm trying to get it out before Christmas. And I don't think that that's going to be possible. 
All right, listen up, artists. Yeah, it's be short. It's a kids' book, so it, it's written for somebody who's like two. Okay, so it's like what, two years what, old. what inspired the kids' book? Um, I made up this book. I made it up while I was talking to this young child. You know me. I was like, "That's a bit. That's a thing. Everybody's my everybody's my test uh, person. You know what I mean? Okay. Even yep. if you're two, I'm trying stuff out. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give you. Uh, would you like the title, or should I hold the title? And you know, is the hmm. title like a punchline? Or title's not the 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 title. Basically, just says everything. Okay, well, give me the title. What we'll, much we'll, of this I re- reveal? Okay, I'm not gonna. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna say the title. I'm gonna do page one and page two. Okay, this is gonna be good too because tomorrow or whenever we we talk to him, we're gonna have John Snyder, who was uh, Bob oh, Duke yeah. from Dukes of Hazard, uh, and he'll let you know that he was on that show, and he does a lot of movies uh, on his own on his uh, ranch or his movie studio. And I'm John, I'm going to pitch him uh, a buddy movie that me and you can be in. And then we'll see if he'll fund our movie. Okay. Would you you like a super cheap movie? If we could convince him, would you do it? If it was just me and you, Yes. like like knowing knowing the situation and I, and I go, listen, I have a really funny idea about just this two, it's a buddy, it's a buddy flick. Yeah. Um, Seem to be tough. With all the hard work. Uh, if we writing. could, if we could set the parameters of how long we get to shoot it. If we're going to try and cram a buddy movie, a two hour feature length film into like three days of shooting. No way. I would say, give us time to breathe and work on it and make it good. So I would, I would want a good month okay. or two yeah all right okay um so, oh yeah so don't forget next next week john schneider if you have questions for john schneider that you want us to ask leave them in the comments section and if i like it i will read it and say this is from so and so like jimmy leatherwood he just said it. all he needs is information about the characters and he can work up some art for you, John Heffron. So right right away, we're getting a good response for your character. Right, but yeah. but I don't want any of the, like that stick figure type stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm being very, uh, this has to have a feel. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Oh, look, Chuck Roy, comedian Chuck Roy is watching us right now. Oh, love me some Chuck Roy. He said, did John Schneider have a crush on me like I had a crush on him? Chuck, if he had met you, I'm sure 100% he would have. Uh, I last, love me some Chuck him, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck, he'll, uh, he'll send you a DVD that says he has a crush on you for just a few bucks. Dude, uh, I got to tell you this real quick. I was in Denver working at the Comedy Works mm-hmm. when the Aurora – movie shooting happened remember that the yeah. guy the, i'm batman. talking about the, the batman movie right uh-huh. and we had to do a show the next night and so it was like and he was hosting and i was he's like i you know i gotta do an icebreaker or something i gotta do something and i was like i don't have the balls to tell this joke but maybe you could <laughs> and, and he said and he did it he went out there and he said something like it was a tough situation. You know, we all got to get through it together. I, and he said, I was actually at that theater. Uh, luckily, I wasn't seeing Batman. I was seeing Magic Mike. Um, there was nobody died, but there was a lot of shots fired or something like that. Something about him, you know, beating off yeah. to it. Uh, it, was, it was very funny. It got a huge laugh. And uh, Chuck Roy earned my respect. I mean, he had it before that, but. Love me some Chuck Roy. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows. He knows the deal. What's up, Dash uh, Man? How you doing? All right, John. All right, John. So, so here's a preview of okay. my book that I'm going to try to get done this week. Okay. Okay. Here's it. Page one. I don't even know if I had music. I can intro it. I could just do a little better. But this is, this is all I have right now. It's page one. Little baby Jane is so adorable and kind. But right now, she has one important question. In her mind, page two, she crawls up to her grandma and she gives her dress a shake. 
Grandma, can you make me blueberry pancakes? That's it. That's it. That's all you get. It's adorable. I like it. It rhymes. I oh. could see like it, the illustration. The illustration is going to be very important to this book. Yeah, as uh, as they are for all children's book. Yeah, yeah. You don't uh, want them scary. Like it's a a sketch. I remember in the seventies when kids were getting kidnapped. He gave us a cartoon of how not to get in people's cars, and he had like the kid's face was bloody because the guy punched him before I put him. In the car. Oh, I remember this as wow in elementary school a cartoon. Really, and to this day. I judge all my cartoons on that. Wow. That, that they don't scare me. Yeah, I can see like well, let's think about it. If for a kid's book, the artwork is is so important, kind of like Dr. Seuss, right? Like, could you imagine if Dr. Seuss just hired the wrong yeah, like artist and it just didn't take off? I mean, it's everything. So yeah. it needs to be as you were describing it, I'll tell you the images that popped in my head, John. Okay. I'll write them down. It's like a Norman Norman Rockwell type scene, uh, almost like a 1950s ad for something like for pancakes or, mm-hmm. you know, remember the commercial of the ad where the girl was like joining the army to make rivets and she was like strong and had the bandana, right. like that kind of a look is what popped up in my head and don't you think even with the first two pages it kind of grabs you a little bit right now you're asking yourself a lot of questions what what why why does this girl want blueberry pancakes it seems like a very specific mm-hmm. request that right. this little baby jane wants yeah jackie betts made a good point where the wild things are scared me as a kid that was kind of scary too those yeah. those monsters that but but the artwork was interesting as a kid for me anyway i liked it jackie betts uh john you want to just hear page three do you just want to hear page three i want to hear the whole damn book Okay, I'm kind of why well, i don't know how much i want to give away so how, how many pages is, are there are you done with the book already? Tw- there's only 12 and is the book complete the book, the it's written out part is is completely done. I've edited okay. that. Now I got to somehow put the, uh, you know, the drawing with it, and then run it through that Kindle um, upload to do do your own book thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So people can get it printed. But I'm just making this for one little kid. Well, that's it's just cool. her little Christmas gift. Can you just real quick because it doesn't take long? Go ahead and read one, two, and then go to three at the same time. Okay. I yeah. see. I wish I had better music. Because now I'm getting into it. Do, do you have any like fun I mean, music? Chris, Christmas is coming up. This is a, you know, it's family time. Yeah. It's time to get cozy and get family oriented. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in, dude. Okay. So I like Again, the first if I had, had uh, good narration music, take this to a whole nother level. I'll do it live. I'm going to do it dry. Okay. Little baby Jane is so adorable and kind, but right now she has one important question in her mind. She crawls up to her grandma and she gives the dress a shake. Grandma, can you make blueberry pancakes? I can make them speedy and I can make them quick. I can make pancakes so fast. It's like a magic trick. That's page oh, three. Wow. There's page three. Dude. Now, wait. So, okay. Why did you write this again? Do you have someone in mind when you're, was this you as a kid? No. Um, I, I w- would be technically my new granddaughter. Okay. Um, I just kept saying, I got a couple things going with her. A couple like uh, reoccurring jokes uh-huh. that I've been working on. So I would always say the, ba- uh, 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 blueberry pancakes thing to her because they're kids they like animated and then i created a rapper called uh baby white noise you know how the baby white <laughs> noise that music that just goes Shh. yeah i know what white noise is i don't know what so, baby white noise is. yeah so i thought it'd be funny if there's a, a rapper called baby white noise and <laughs> in the heat i was like a hype he's like a sleep hype guy who's like close your eyelids close your eyelids now every, it's baby white noise now everybody shh <laughs> and now shh. so i actually have lyrics to a baby white noise 
trance. <laughs> um, that, That's funny because uh, this the word hype guy gets you up. This is like a, a what's the opposite of hype? Because you're trying to get him to go to sleep. Yeah. So you should uh, like baby white noise, baby yeah. white noise. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a whole just super just chill and laid back like that. Yeah. So yeah, so the I'm digging the blueberry pancakes one. I just gotta get the artwork done. I don't know if I can get it done before Christmas though, but I'm gonna try. I do know that if we're talking about your wife, uh, she is an amazing cook because I spent some time over there and she whooped up some stuff and it was delicioso. So I I, I would love to try her blueberry pancakes one day. I'm sure they're right? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. So that's be a whole. I'm trying to find one more for you, dude. All right. Uh, oh, you won't be able to hear this. Jimmy Jimmy Leatherwood says you do know you you I do know need a music video and a children's book. You I do know need a music video and a children's book. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, can you hear this? I can't hear anything. Okay, so oh um, yeah, Shane Shane wants to know why is there a rush on this? Get it done right. What what's the rush? He's saying like take your time, get it the way you want it. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. I should get it because I got a whole franchise with these. I got a whole franchise idea with this book. Yeah, my brain's all over the place. I, I uh, I'm the same Friday way though. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm the same way when I get a new idea in my head. I'll, it needs to happen immediately. I want to get yeah. it out now. Yeah. 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 Well, it's good. I'll uh, I'll send you a copy. I'll put you as one of the kids in, in one of the other versions. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, what? Well, speaking of Christmas and stuff, uh, are you ready? Are you got gifts what are you doing have y'all decorated uh, well we had like the we there? had the big uh wedding and then that and then uh this is first christmas out of the box so i don't know do you do like hey let's just put a limit on what we're getting and then yeah. you blow past that limit or do you start strong um or do you keep it real right the first one out um i think you gotta come out swinging this first one dude and then just Gotta, let yeah, them know. First although that does set a precedent for moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe not swing for the fences. Maybe just get like a double, right? Let's just put it into the outfield, get on second base with this first um, Christmas. That way you could go higher if you want, or you could back it down a little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even know what to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? No, I haven't got – well, I've got one gift for one person, and i got to get other gifts for people. But mom and I, and we're trying to get everybody on board. And we kind of did this one year. I like this idea. Everyone go to a Goodwill, buy a gift, a gag gift at a Goodwill, and then if you want to spend more money, put it in a gift card, put it in an envelope. But at least you're opening a gift. Right. It's funny. And then the the cards there as well. So we like to do that. We're gonna. I think we're gonna go for that again this year. But I haven't got. I'm. I'm not prepared. Not yet. But mom has done a great job. The house. We got two trees. There's Christmas stuff everywhere. Yeah. And I love this time of year. And I. And I. It makes. You know what bugs me is I hate when people go. I hate Christmas. I don't like yeah. people who don't like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm full in. We we have like three trees. Uh, walls are full of uh, cardinals. We have a cardinal theme. Um, oh. Supposed to be some spiritual meeting behind that. Yeah. I don't know when Christmas is over how you're going to redecorate the house because everything looks so cool with all the stuff in it yeah. that it's just going to seem empty. But I'm full on. I got a pair. She got me a pair of pajamas. Not like, you know, sweatpants with just a t-shirt. Like matching pajama top pajama bottoms and the bottoms have snaps so if you, you right so you can like snap it open or you can snap it extra close or you can just you mean unsnap. like a butt, a butt flap no but it's it's like little baby snaps like for your front though from the front okay 
So yeah. and you can so you're not tying anything, and that all matches. And then I have a robe, and then I have big furry sweaters. I'm thinking about getting a nightcap, like a like just a hat you wear, like Ichabod Crane. That just <laughs> all right. That just comes yeah. all the way all the way down. Yeah, what I, something about Christmas like always a, makes me want new pajamas, out. like a full yeah. on pajama suit, Whoa. because that's when you start seeing Christmas movies and the guy, the dad always has pajama pants with the button up shirt and sometimes yeah. the hat. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you on this. Cause I've, I have, and, I, and here's the thing. I never wear the button up shirt to the pajamas. I always wear just the pants and a t-shirt, but there will be a time in this Dude. month where I put on the button up uh, part it of it. And maybe a robe. You, you feel like you're in a, in, in a, you know, the right uniform. Um, I don't know what the sleeping hat would be like, um, but I've been wearing, I don't have it in here. It's an old, I don't know. It's from the 1800s. Those hats, like those Canadians, Canadians mm-hmm. wear them. They're like hats. And then they cover your ears too. Like they got big size. I forgot what they're called, but I've been wearing <laughs> okay. those. Cause it's been, it's been freezing around here. Yeah. So I got oh, that. I imagine. Yeah. Maybe we should get sleeping nightcaps. Maybe there's a thing. Guys used to wear them. So if it's just to keep your head cold, why were they so long? Right? Because I <laughs> think nightcaps thing. went yeah. all, all the way down. Like, what was the purpose that they were that long? Right. Why I were they know. that long? And they have to have the ball on the on the end of it because it kind of weighs the whole thing down. Now it's just like you know, turn your head too yeah. far. Are you getting beat in the face with this stupid fuzzy ball? I don't want fuzzy balls. Yeah, in my I, I want to have that experience. I want to come down in one of those nightcappy type uh, bathing, oh, not bathing suits, whatever, and have a candle. Like I'm, I'm coming down the stairs in my full. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the and candle. Have a candle. Yeah, just mm. to see what it's like. Okay, let's. Put I've been getting to dress up. You saw what we dressed up like for Halloween. We dressed like the kids from. Sex ed, and uh, this is just a weird thing. We're going uh, to like Palm Springs area, and I want to just hang out at a pool when it gets a little colder. And I want to dress like a like a guy from the sixties who'd be hanging out in Palm Springs. Oh yeah, dude! I don't want John. any bond board shorts. I don't want any. You know, I want those cool shirts that like button up and then they have collars on them. Yeah, you know, and go up to your waist. I like, wonder what you would look like with a mustache, man. Just a mustache. I've I've had. Let me try show show you a picture of the shirt that I'm. I bet it wouldn't be bad if you had a full on mustache. Dash man said he would direct our movie. By the way, oh yeah, dude, yeah, uh huh, yeah. You need that and good like short shorts. Well, yeah, not too like James, short, like James Bond ones. Yeah. Um. Shane Flint said footed pajamas with a hat is the bomb. I remember having footed pajamas as a kid and I liked it, but the only bad thing about it is putting them on and taking them off because, yeah. you know, the older you get, the more of a pain in the butt that is you get in the, because by the time you get in bed, do you sleep in pajamas, John, or you just lounge around in them? And then when you get in the bed, do you take them off? I sleep in Almost as much clothes as possible. I don't like sleeping without socks on. So I have socks on. I have a full set of pants. I will have maybe two shirts. So if I'm wearing my pajama top, I will have a, a shirt underneath that. I'm constantly worried about if you have to run outside or fight somebody who is now in your house. I just, I want to be clothed for that. So it's not uncomfortable for you when you're, tossing and turning like does your like shirt tail get caught and you're you know it's all loose it's just all loosey-goosey i can't sleep with a bunch of stuff on i like to wear it around the house if i'm hanging out in the recliner watching tv and then when i get in the bed it's just underwear i have to shower every time before i go to bed like i would not i will not get into bed before i have to take a shower first so you have a go to bed ritual that you have to do yeah, and it, See, it's a long process, but that's I a shower, good thing. Hundred percent, I shower first, like after this, because I've been traveling. 
when this is over, uh, I will take a shower. I will put on my clothes. Uh, we have hot chocolates. We we have all these different type of marshmallows. I have candy canes. Mm-hmm. I will. I we we're banging through all these uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, we're finishing up Yellowstone, dude. Have you seen <laughs> Yellowstone? Have you stop the press? Just started watching it. Jody and I. Okay, all my friends have been watching it. They're already in the current situation of wherever it is now. Okay. And I'm tired of not knowing what they're talking about. So Jody and I decided we're going to start from episode one, season one. I bought the season, you know, okay. that's, and so we're on like episode four of the first season and I'm yeah, all in dude, and I can't dude. wait to go be with her Wednesday night where we binge it as much as you, we can before we pass out. You know, goes backwards too, right? With uh, Tim McGraw, they're coming out with a new series that right. takes place in the 1800s. I think that's a movie, though, isn't it? Is it a series or a movie? I think it's a series because oh, right man. now Yellowstone is like four or five generations of guys that have, have ran that ranch. Right. Going all the way back to the very beginning. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, it makes me I can't even on this phone. I don't have it. I actually looked up. How do you dress like the guys on Yellowstone? <laughs> right they're yeah. just so like yeah they're just so badass they don't have a good look yeah i mean I, I where are you at in this uh series uh i think we finished it um unless there's some new episodes and then i went back to one and just oh. started and okay. just i kind of like doing that with them because then you go oh that's why I, they're so pissed or that's the thing yeah it's so good dude it is good. I don't know where I think I when I when my friends were originally talk, talking about it, it's been out what for three or four years now. Yeah. Something like that. I, I, I must have checked in halfway, didn't know what was happening. And it was like a slow scene and I just didn't care about what was going on. But the first episode sets it. And, uh, and I was like, OK, about halfway into it, I was like, we're in. So. Yeah, can't wait to get caught so up on good. that. But and I like so the way good. they dress too. Kevin Costner, uh, I've always been kind of like, uh, he's okay. I like him mostly, but he's not all dynamic. But yeah. he's good in this. This is perfect for him. Um, yeah, because he has the other guys like do all the the kind of fighting. It's just a mafia ish family. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah, it's like a Sopranos of the West or something. Or something. Um, all right, let me horses. ask you. Let me ask you this too, since you were talking about watch a Christmas movie. I mean, I, I've always said many times my favorite Christmas movie is a Christmas story. People hate that because it's been played out. It holds up for me. I love it. I'll watch it every year. But here's one that people may have forgotten about that you can watch that's not been played out. Um, Scrooge. Of a Christmas movie? Yeah, Christmas movie. Scrooged. Scrooge yeah. is good. I somehow have started thinking that, and it, I know it's not true. Stepbrothers have kind of snuck in. Um, that it's like it's a, more of a holiday movie for me. It's not Christmas. Yeah, but I've let that yeah. one in. Um, huh, the okay. Muppets Christmas. I've always thought was hilarious. Ooh, uh, yeah, I gotta and, check that one out again. And then here's one that's Christmassy, but it's so old school. But it reminds me of my grandma. Is uh, meet me in St. Louis. If you haven't seen meet that me one, Saint, no, I don't know about this. Yeah. What is that? Meet, meet me in St. Louis, and it has uh, the woman from uh, uh, Wizard of Oz is in it. Uh, and then there's a little kid who's obsessed with killing things in uh, dead dolls. It's funny, it, but it was like you know, it's a movie from the 30s, I think. Oh, 40s. okay, from the 30s. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to yeah. think. All right. Interesting. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, of course, someone's going to say Die Hard. Yeah, and I'm trying to look on bookmarks here. Oh, Fred Claus. Now, what about Um, this one? Have you seen the new Mel Gibson? Yeah, maybe next week we'll do. I mean, it was out last year as a new movie. I didn't get around to watching it. Um, but it's kind of like Santa Claus is a badass. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like it just came out mm-hmm. last year. No, I haven't I'm either, seen that one. but I might give it a chance. 
this year. And Shane Flint is correct. Bad Santa. Great. You don't want to watch that one with kids or your parents, though, because that first scene where he's basically in the dressing room with the chick and they're doing it in, in, in one of the bad holes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's straight up that it's butt sex in the first scene. And I was I went to see Bad Santa <laughs> with my mom, and I didn't know it was going to be that bad. But it's a great movie. I like it. Um, yeah, but check out Scrooged. I'm going to check out that Mel Gibson thing. Leave us questions for John Schneider. What do you want us to ask him? Okay, John Heffron has questions because I was in a film that's out right now with John Schneider called Poker Run. And you could watch that if you feel like it. It's out there. A Vimeo, <laughs> Cineflix. And we're going to have John Schneider on next week to talk about that and other things. Um, am I, I right? Should I ask you one of the big questions I want to ask him? Yeah, sure. Um, and my internet might be slowing up, so we can maybe wrap it up because I know it's me. But he shows a lot of, he keeps a lot of Bo Duke in a lot of his stuff because obviously that was a character that he played. And he has a lot of the General Lee type mm -hmm. uh, cars in his yes. stuff. But he, just from doing TV, he probably signed away the rights to what Bo Duke and all that stuff look like. I'm sure when they had the merchandising deal, he gave away himself. I don't know if that's true because when I went to his studio, I mean, he's got a store on his property and it's all, I mean, it's anything you could imagine that you might want from Dukes of Hazard that he's selling at his store on his property in Louisiana. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I, know if if it's legal, but I know he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wonder if there's nobody cares and they're like, fine, whatever. It's you're yeah. selling it. Or if he has, I just remember from last comic standing and I have no other reference point. I had videos of me on last comic standing and my YouTube page got taken down and completely destroyed right. like 10 years ago that NBC right. did that. So I wasn't even allowed to show me doing yeah. what I do. Well, so I was, just we'll, a, we'll definitely ask him about that. Um, I will also, I mean, are we going to ask him about the Alec Baldwin stuff? Cause he's been going hard in the paint with Alec Baldwin on that. Um, so possibly that, uh, Lori and DeSanto just said the Mel Gibson movie I'm thinking of is called fat man. Came out last year. Mm. I'm going to give right. that one a chance. Just because it's due, it's different. I all right, seen well, it. here's what we all want you to do. Here's what we all want you to do. We want you to go to Hepburn and Reap forming everywhere from now to the end of the year. I'm in Cleveland, and then I go to Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, John, I forgot where you were. Uh, Lex Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. Yes. That comedy off Broadway. Um, yeah. yeah. And then go, go create Pandora stations for, for me and John and then yeah. share the, those stations. Cause I'm kind of curious that. <laughs> and then if you share them and we see them, then I will put underneath there i've been doing this a lot to you john i don't know if you've seen a lot but i've been going heavy in the paint for or we were just talking about this it's mostly about uh actresses that don't wear makeup um and they're trying to show how beautiful they are but i've been posting a lot and uh people are getting annoyed but if you post <laughs> a pandora station for me and john two separate ones Ones, we will respond. We'll there you something. go, John. Your your internet so, is so go. bad and slow right now. This, oh, wow. All right, let's end it. I love you, John Hefford. Hefford and Reap, everybody, take us out, John or Alan.